Iowa everywhere. Cyclone Sundays with Ben Bruns, powered by Kelderman Manufacturing. From the Channel Seat Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Welcome. Cyclone Sundays presented by Kelderman Manufacturing from the Channel Seat Studios. I'm Aiden Wyatt, joined as always by Ben Bruns. Let's get into the thick of it, man. What happened? Yeah, good morning. Well, you know, I, I, a lot of frustration, obviously from, from lots of different folks, um, you know, from my perspective, uh, it, it, there's, there's lots of things to poke at, but, um, you know, I, I was searching for themes in, in, um, in the running game as I, as I looked at it, you know, um, Iowa state clearly came into this game wanting to establish the run and clearly wanted to establish the run with heavy personnel. So Iowa State, you know, comes in three three tight ends in a lot of the packages, um, you know, trying to run uh, predominantly a, a zone or a lead zone uh, kind of look. So, you know, the first quarter, uh, a lot of motioning or bringing, bringing a backside tight end across the formation to block the front side uh, defender and then everybody else getting a gap back. Uh, so you should have good blocking angles. And, and that's a, uh, it's a good, it's a good scheme. If you can execute, uh, that, that back block, uh, which for the most part we did, but then the combinations, uh, you know, at times we just really struggled. And in, in my analysis of, of this team right now, um, there's, there's one tight end who consistently run block that, that can be on the field for Iowa state. And, and, you know, uh, that's Easton Dean. If, if we have three tight ends on the field, that means two guys either need to be drawing somebody away or they need to be, uh, you know, uh, getting thrown the ball, uh, on a play action. Look, the other two guys are not bringing, uh, Iowa state any production, especially at the point of attack in the run game. And uh, Steve O'Klotz can do that when he's in the game, but, but he's been injured and hasn't played much the last couple of weeks. Um, I just, uh, you, you, Iowa State's theme was we're going to bring people in the box. We're going to run, you know, this stuff that we ran three years ago. The problem is that there, there's, you know, we're losing uh, some of those battles. And then there's extra guys in the box, a lot of eight man box uh, for Ohio when, when we did that. And, you know, there are moments where the Iowa State offensive line gets everybody covered up and gets somebody blocked. And uh, the defense doesn't bite at all on the quarterback run fake. And so, you know, if, if, you, if you have a quarterback who, you know, is more of a give type guy, right? Uh, he's really just a keep you honest guy. He's not a true uh, option style dual threat quarterback. You're going to get that. And I think right now Iowa, Iowa State is trying to run an offense. Um, I, I watching the game again. I felt like Rocco played played a good football game. Some of those passes he had were fantastic. Um, I felt like he made good choices for the most part. When I was watching the game, it was just it felt super belabored because it was like, man, why isn't he he keeping that? You know, why isn't he keeping that? Or why are we not running a bootleg here to try and uh, 
hold the backside of this, uh, of this defense, but we brought guys into the box and then they played downhill in the alleys and we weren't always consistent uh, in, in winning at the point of attack. So, you know, there, there's a play. Um, I'll get to it here. Um, but, but while I'm doing that, um, Aiden, what, how does this resonate with you? Did you see the same thing as me? Yeah, I think uh, immediately after you improve the run game. I mean, I know a lot of people don't believe it. I'm a believer in establishing the run just because it opens everything else up. So I'm kind of interested to see moving forward how Iowa State adjusts their offense because, mm-hmm. you know, if you take it back, I think it was 2017 when uh, they switched to the 335. Mm-hmm. And it was all about just getting your best athletes on the field and playing defense. Mm-hmm. But it's not as easy on the offensive side. You can't just throw out the playbook and say, all right, the new Hell Mommy playbook is here. We're going to run the air raid. It's not as you're easy. Right. As I mean, it's going to yeah, take right. three, four, five weeks to see legitimate change. But how they make that change, I'm not 100% sure on that. So the 15th offensive play of the game, uh, Iowa State had a first down situation. Uh, we, had a, we had a wing right, um, and we were running zone to the right. And, uh, you know, we lost four yards on the play. And the nose ultimately is the guy that, that made this play. But there was nobody going to the middle linebacker. The middle linebacker was unblocked in the, in the hole. And so, you know, of course, uh, Norton had to try and bounce the, uh, uh, the play outside because there's just, you know, there's, there's a dude in the hole. So, you know, there, there's some, I don't mean to say uh, through, through this analysis that there's not misses in the O-line. There are. And I think, you know, that left side in particular, Simmons is too quick to try and get off to get up to the linebacker level. And, and that sells out Neil in, ter- in trying to fit in uh, when we're running to the right. Uh, he just can't get, th- get plays cut off fast enough, right? So we had uh, a couple of plays in a row where we ran it to the right in the third quarter. And, and those two guys are, are working a combination. And, you know, uh, if Simmons fits for just a half second more, like, like one, one more footstep back into that defensive tackle and then works up to the linebacker, now we've got, uh, you know, Neil having a chance to get in and make the block, but the guy's too far inside and it's a really hard cutoff uh, to try and get a smaller, more mobile defensive tackle cut off without some help from your buddy. And, and so, you know, I really do think that there are things here that can uh, improve. That's, that's an incremental thing. That's the kind of thing that it, when you, when you put it on the tape, um, if, if a guy will listen and you'll be coached, then, then you can adjust that. And then you can be better at that. And, and I really do believe by the end of the season, uh, this offensive line, if they want to be coached, uh, can, uh, make that kind of an evolution, but, um, you know, it may also be that we just don't have all the right guys at this point. And, um, you know, I, I think there's times where, uh, there's some really good things happening, but, um, a lack of a threat of the quarterback running to hold the backside um, and, and, you know, a lack of effectiveness in the tight end uh, production when they're in the game and what that does to you in terms of how much pressure it brings off the edge, I think is really a big part of uh, what Iowa State's struggling with right now. And, 
you know, you got guys out there fighting their butts off, trying to, trying to do the right thing, um, in a lot of way, in a lot of places. Um, so I'm not giving up on this, this team or this club, but, uh, you're exactly right. The, the offensive production, particularly in the run game, um, you know, just, just is not at a, uh, sustainable or functional, uh, place right now. So schematically, what do you think needs to change? Well, I mean, you know, that, that's the hard part for, for us uh, on the outside to try and speculate uh, about. I, I will tell you that if, if you don't have um, the personnel to run the tight end package that you want, but you do still want to try and, uh, you know, affect the edge of the defense a couple of different ways, you almost have to start to look at what's a split, uh, you know, what sort of split back options do we have, right? We've got two running backs that, uh, you know, complement each other in terms of their capabilities. And if you um, introduce a little bit more of that, now all of a sudden you can get more of a counter look, you can get more of a, that backside action where you actually have a threat running on the backside that the defense has to stay there for, as opposed to your quarterback, you know, and, and Iowa state tried to do some of that um, option, uh, look away from the zone, but it's not a consistent enough thing at this point that it holds the defense at all. Um, if we're going to keep running multiple tight ends, um, you know, 12 personnel uh, a, a lot, um, then, you know, I think you've got to have some naked bootleg. You've got to, you know, you've got to move the pocket a lot more um, and, and really get uh, Rocco on the run. Um but I, I also think an option is to flex out and, um, you know, run more of a draw look uh, and, you know, or a quarterback uh, read draw uh, or, or, you know, true zone read. And then, um, you know, throw the ball down the field as a, as a primary function of what you do. But um, loading the box up right now um, just is, is not a, a winning formula for Iowa State. Um, even though I, I think, you know, there are times where uh, we can win matchups at the point of attack. I think that com those combinations on the right-hand side are, are better um, than they are on the left, but there's some real growth that needs to happen, you know, um, on that left side of the offensive line. And, um, and don't get me wrong, right? I mean, there, there was a play uh, late in the game where um, everybody was in good, good position. Hufford was, uh, you know, fit in the right way and the guy just beat him too. So, you know, um, mm -hmm. it, it, but that's going to happen, right? It's going to happen. You're not going to win every matchup every time, right. um, but you've got to be able to make sure that there's not an extra guy in, in the deal uh, coming and running you down from the backside. And, and I think right now people are teeing off on Iowa state's running backs. Let's flip to the defense, the Bryce, bright spot of the game, I think. Uh, how did you feel about Iowa State on the defensive side? I, I you know, again, I feel really good. I, I think, um, you know, other than a couple of containment issues that Iowa State had and a, and a botched coverage uh, on the third down touchdown, um, where, you know, two guys are in the right place and, and one of them just doesn't take the uh, inside receiver that scrapes, I think um, I think that that group, you know, is is doing well. I, um the quarterback run, the, the improvisational quarterback run uh, that Rourke had was, uh, was a thing that hurt Iowa State, and it kept drives alive. And so, you know, uh, the Cyclones are going to play against um, 
even more mobile, even more dangerous threats uh, in that aspect of the game. And, and maintaining contain on the backside uh, is, a, is a really big deal. Um, I think that'll be important for, for the Cyclones um, going forward. But, you know, the defense played well enough to win the game. And, and uh, you know, you have a couple missed field goals and, and uh, one controversial, of course. But, um, uh, you know, you just – don't have enough production offensively. The defense is on the field a lot in this game, right? Um, and, you know, I don't know that we have any sense as fans about how sick everybody was, right? So you get some mm-hmm. food poisoning at a team meal and, uh, you know, that that's a that's a big deal, a really big deal. And I don't mean to give anybody an excuse for – um, you know, it felt like a pretty lackluster, um, uh, by, by their, by their accounts of it. Right. Um, the, uh, the folks that were there, uh, talking about the game, um, saying, look, there's just not, not that sharp, uh, edge that we're used to seeing. Um, so, um, that, that's hard to do when you're puking your guts out and you're up all night. Um, but you know, um, who knows how deep that really went into the, into this team, but you know, your, your offense um, has 10, uh, 11 minutes, almost 12 minutes, fewer uh, possession time overall in the game. You know, that that's, that's also not the hallmark of where Iowa state wants to be right now. And uh, you know, possess the football, run it uh, successfully. And um you know, get get off the field on uh, third down, and and I think um, Iowa State got off the field on third down pretty well. Um, only 18 first downs total for uh, for Ohio, but you know, when you have 13 first downs and and you don't have explosive plays that end up in touchdowns, you're you're left with um, a a result that you know nobody's going to be happy with. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I think there's some other factors in this, right? So you go to an Ohio team that I think is going to prove to be a pretty good football team when this is all said and done. Um, Iowa State, you know, is doing that because we're doing two and ones with these teams. We don't want to pay uh, to, you know, have somebody come play us uh, and then not have to play at their place. So, you know, the arrangement is you come play twice at our house and we'll come play once at yours. And so it's a big gate for the, uh, you know, the team that you're playing and, and a great chance at home against uh, a, a power five football team. And, um, you know, schools with deeper pockets don't have to do that kind of thing. And, and so a little bit of this is a function of, of, of all of that, but, but even so um, Matt and, and the staff know how to go uh, to Athens, Ohio and win, right. They, they did it, did it a lot. So um just a, a tough day. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I'm not giving up on this team. Uh, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Um, I'm sure they're way more frustrated than I am. Um, but I just think they're going to continue to get better through the year. I'm not sure what that'll lead to in terms of total, total outcomes at the end of this, but I've seen our offensive line be better coached uh, already than, than what I'd seen in the past. Uh, what kind of results we get from that? We'll see, you know? Um, so. 
So looking forward ahead to next week, uh, what kind of opportunities Iowa State have against an Oklahoma State team that has been all aboard the struggle bus? They <laughs> got hailed last night. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think um, I think it, this Iowa State football team is not one that's going to go roll you up, right? It, we're just not we're not built that way because the offense isn't productive enough. So this is going to be a football game, right? It's going to come down to the to the wire because that's where we're at right now. And um, you know, but I'd rather play against a struggling Oklahoma State team than an Oklahoma State team that's rolling. So uh, you know, what the heck, man? It's the Big Twelve opener. Uh, it's going to be a great environment at Jack Trice. Let's go. Let's go. You know, have a have a cocktail in the parking lot and go watch the Cyclones play. You know, I, I just think. Uh, um, I, I want to see this team grow and, um, you know, Rocco's a freshman, you know, it, it's, <laughs> we, we, we don't have Jake Remsburg. Right. Uh, and, and I think we're seeing right now what not having him is doing right there. There's, if we're a little better at one of those offensive line spots, uh, or, or a lot better at one of those offensive line spots, it's a, it's a different game. Um, so it's all good. My, my advice to the Cyclones, don't play as many tight ends unless you're throwing the ball to them. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe a little two back run game and, um, just go have some fun, man. Just go have some fun. I, I think, um, we got to look at this, like, uh, there's nothing to lose and, and we're going to go, um, go give it everything we got and, and leave it all out there. You know, I'll, I'll live with that at this moment in time, you know, um, and people may say, well, you know, our, our standards should be higher. Um, we are where we are right now. Um, we got a bunch of guys playing in the NFL, a bunch. And, um, you know, that's a different place than we've been at for a long time. Um, it's fun to watch us, a, a cyclone Sunday, uh, in the NFL, you know? So, um, there's going to be guys from this team that play in the NFL. There's going to be guys on the next team that play in the NFL. We're, we're, uh, but we don't have every uh, bullet in the gun that we need right now. And so, um, you know, you got guys got to grow and, and um, evolve and um, improve in different areas. And, and I would say uh, O-line tight end, um, you know, so responsible for that, for that running production certainly part of that, but we should not be stuck on trying to forge an identity as a running football team for the rest of the year. We should be stuck on forging identity, being the best offensive football team we can be to be as productive as we can be. Even if that means we got to try and run our quarterback and, you know, put him, put him up for shots, uh, you know, that people might uh, take hits and and that kind of stuff. That's just part of the game. If you're going to run this kind of scheme, you got to be willing to have that guy go get hit and, um, so what do you think? I'm a big, uh, optimist. So team's got a lot left in the tank, I think. Yeah. Whether yeah, that's 100%. six wins or not, who knows, but yeah, well, I did not think we'd be uh, one and two right now. Um, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And, and, um, you know, if, if you're tun tuning in to listen to this, know that, I watched all these plays and I'm watching, uh, these guys, these guys play ball and, um, I don't see anybody giving up. I don't see anybody, you, you know, um, 
acting like they don't want to be there. I don't see anybody uh, not trying to do their best. I, I think there's some technical things that aren't good enough. I think there's some personnel things that aren't quite good enough. Um, and I think there's some schematic things that can be adjusted that, uh, you know, can put us in a better position to be successful. And, uh, you know, um, I trust this staff to go do that. And, and, you know, we'll continue to invest in this program because um, I love it and I believe in them. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. Runs, we are out of time. Thank you for the great analysis as always. We now send it to our channel Seedsman of the Week, Jason Collins. All right, we now welcome in to the Channel Seeds studio, Jason Collins from Channel Seeds. This is Cyclone Sundays presented by Keller Manufacturing. Jason, tough loss for Iowa State today. How are we feeling? Um, not good, Aiden. Um, like you and I said before, a, a, a really tough loss, and you're younger than I am, so as a Cyclone fan, uh, we've had a few of these along the way, but not in the Campbell area, era, I guess, Um you know, it, it's kind of odd to have expectations um, as a Cyclone football fan, but that's absolutely, absolutely what we have. And unfortunate loss at Ohio today. So my, my question for you, Aiden, is how many players actually had the flu today? Um, I mean, is that not the most Iowa State thing ever? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Murphy's Law definitely applies when it comes to Iowa State football. You know, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So... You schedule a game to go to Athens, Ohio, and you have a couple offensive players that get food poisoning and all hell breaks loose. Uh, what stood out to you in, to, in terms of why Iowa State lost this game? Yeah, I mean, the thing that disappointed me the, the most was probably our offensive line play, right? You bring in Ryan Clanton, uh, big expectations in the offseason of Ryan to step in and just transform that offensive line. And you know, we just kept trying to run the ball, run the ball. And, and I agree, you have to establish the run in football, right? Uh, we stuck with it a long time. Uh, our pass blocking seemed to be pretty solid, uh, but that offensive line just could not establish themselves in the run game. Uh, is there, if you have anything to look forward to coming out of this game, what do you got? Uh, you know, I, I, I think whether it's in life and football, you get, get that chance to uh to push restart right and they're gonna they're gonna go back they're gonna watch a lot of film and you know i trust in campbell and the staff i think i think they're a good group i think we've got a lot of uh youth on the football team and a lot of look to a lot to look forward to as as a cyclone fan now they're gonna have to make some pretty drastic changes right i mean uh they're just the um just the energy and just the nastiness, the the ability to come and just play smash mouth football. That's what we got to see. And we didn't see that today. I would argue on both sides of the ball, even offensively and our defensive line. I mean, you have Dominique Orange in there on defense and he, he really wasn't um, a, a threat. And we need that on the defensive side of the ball too. Now I do like, I do like Rocco. I think if you give Rocco a little bit of time, he's got a good arm. Um, he's starting to go through his progressions uh, as far as, you know, looking at receivers and, and can run the ball fairly well. So I think we've got some potential there. Uh, I think Campbell and the staff will, uh, will get this team pulled together and we're, we're going to get, you know, the, the famous line is you got to take what the defense gives you uh, on the offensive side. And that's what we just have to, to establish. And Nate there, the, the offensive coordinator has to see that. And if, if you can't get the, the run game established, go to what, moves the ball so I think we'll I think we'll bounce back uh, I think we have to 
Um, otherwise, it's going to be a long haul here in the Big 12 this season. But um, I, I really look forward to what this football team will uh, will bring moving forward. I think we we got to give Campbell uh, some credit, right? Uh, he got us to this point. Now um, let him dig out of what he's got and um, let him let him work with his young players. So the future is bright, and and maybe that's just the Cyclone fan in me that's just like, yeah, we'll we'll get him next week, right? <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think we will, Aiden. Eventually, we'll yeah, get there. I'm with you. I'm with you. Jason, thank you for your time. Yeah. Uh, this hey, has been – what do you got? No, just thanks for the time. It was nice catching up. I appreciate you guys doing this. and Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and recording it. Um, go Cyclones. Um, we'll we'll get them eventually and, and go Channel Seed. <laughs> there you have it. Jason Collins from Channel Seed. This has been Cyclone Sundays presented by Color Manufacturing from the Channel Seed Studios. We'll see you next time. Iowa everywhere.